Ready to go. Alrighty, ladies and gents, welcome to the show. We have a very special guest with us on today. None other than Mr. Tom Boyden and John Cole yeah. from the Juji and Tom YouTube channel. Gents, how are we? They were great. Thank you for having us in your kitchen. <laughs> yes, for well, this podcast. Hey, you know, the, only the best. Only the best when it comes to studios. So, um, but hey, we, we got there. We got there. So, guys, what's Australia been like so far for you? Well. The coffee's really good. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. And it's, you know, they're always asking us, how do you like the coffee? And it's a good question to ask because it's that much better. It is. <laughs> it I is like, really I, actually I, good. I have to say that when I've been to the US, I've been a little bit sad with the coffee mm-hmm. situation. But yeah. You're relegated to Starbucks pretty often. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a sad thing because they make, they, they have fake coffee, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they don't actually, they're not pulling any shots, man. Yeah, I, I think Australia. They're not. They're not? No, they're it's all fake, dude. They just plug in something, the machine makes it for them. Here, they're doing it. They're from, doing it real. From scratch. From scratch. You didn't know that? No. You've been swindled all your life. <laughs> you yeah. have. All I know is that their coffee was better, and I didn't know why. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. So, the, the purpose of the trip for you guys, you were down here uh, doing some seminars, train fun, mm-hmm. um, and you were in Melbourne with some strongman uh, events as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, tell us a little bit about those events and why you guys are actually out here. Yeah. So we were at the Standard Submit. It's a it's a new kind of like strongman event that our friend Mason put together, mm-hmm. and uh, he just kind of wanted to bring back a little bit of the flair from the '80s strongman scene, where it's just like these kind of crazy theatrical looking things. They kind of took that out of strongman these days to make it more controlled, so competitors can't complain about what is this event? This is a freak event. I couldn't train for this. So he's kind of you know, now you got like a two-person yoke. You got these weird chain pulls. You got like tug-of-war battles with a pole and stuff. All these crazy things nice. that people want to see. <laughs> but real competitive athletes will get agitated for if they ever have to do those in competition. So yeah, yeah, you throw yeah. those into an event, you know, you had a huge barbecue. You do it at night with a lot of fire and a bunch of people dressed up in skeleton outfits. And you got something. Man, uh, you, you forgot a big, big part of the recipe. Yeah. A lot of alcohol. Uh, alcohol was present. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, you... You got you guys big drinkers or... No, no, no. no. Well, Juji probably drinks more than me nowadays, but I used to be... I used to sell wine, so... Well, Australia's good for wine too, so... You, yeah. You, did you, you could have tapped into that whilst you were here. No, we just tapped into the, uh, the caffeine plug, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, we, we watched a lot of people drink pretty, yeah. pretty well that yeah. night. Yeah. Well, if you didn't see them drink, you knew they were drinking too. Yeah, they were just the way they much. turned up. It's, just like, it's very like <laughs> obvious, like this person is uh, posted. Sure. So did you guys actually uh, compete in this as well as get up in skeleton no. outfits? No. No, Juji okay. has swung a hand. The event was from 6 p.m. till almost 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was really long. And uh, they wanted to do us as surprise guests, uh, and and Luke Stoltman, who's the seventh strongest man in the world, he's okay. a Scottish lad, big yeah. guy, 150 kg, huge dude, um, and just a really nice guy. He uh, he was there, and he was a surprise uh, guest, and so for from like 5 p.m. till 6:30, they just hit us in the house. And uh, we were supposed to actually, the the one thing that has happened multiple times, also during a WAL broadcast, Juju was not paying attention during that one, so I would, I would call that one on him. But this <laughs> that was, was my this, fault. That, that was, was definitely your fault. Yeah, that one was, uh, he definitely missed a cue. Uh, but this one was not our fault. They just, they told us to wait in this house for a surprise, and, and Juju was supposed to go on this throne, um, and I was, I was going to make tons of jokes about ego and big head, and none, none of those got to 
come to fruition uh, because they didn't call him at the time. They yep. forgot about me. Right. Yeah. 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 He left in the they house built this alone. gigantic throne. Drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, and, and they had these uh, flamethrowers that were these pyrotechnics oh, wow. that were going to shoot out. And uh, he wasn't present for those. So they didn't have that announcement. And then we were just <laughs> dicking around for about an hour and a half until they did the surprise <laughs> thing. And, and then we were there. Just, uh, I mean, I was filming, and Juju was just there cheering people on. That was like his his role was just to cheer people on. Yeah, yeah. okay. Until he swung a hammer at one thirty in the morning to uh, break an atlas stone made out of lower quality con- concrete. Nice. Well, it would have looked good. Yeah. Looked good. Yeah. yeah. So he and I did very little. Okay. During the event, yeah. other than film it and yeah, hang and, around and, and miss the fireworks, it would have been good. It would that would have been that cool. Would pretty spectacular. You weren't, mm-hmm. well, you weren't coming in on like a cable wire or something as well. Were you? No, Luke came in on the cable thing. So well, someone did come in on the yeah. cable wire. Yeah. He actually <laughs> did. They actually raised him up on the, uh, the excavator uh, with a large steel pipe. Yeah, nice. And he, but that was Luke's job. Was we we felt like we had very minimal to do. But um, Luke Stoltman came out with a sword once, said a few things on the mic. Just drank a bunch and then was on a steel pipe riding in on an excavator construction awesome. vehicle and that was all he did. That was it. Yeah, and then he was just just drunk as shit. It was great. But, really fine. Seventh strongest man, eh? That's yeah, the, yeah. That's pretty cool. Hey, tell me about the 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 train fun seminars that you guys did. Right. So uh me and Tom I uh, wanted to start doing seminars because we're leaving a lot on the table. You know, we can teach a lot of things, mm-hmm. and our YouTube channel has moved towards the direction in the past few years. It's well, it's been in this direction since we started working together. It's more about entertaining and making people feel like they're welcomed and uh, feel like they're behind the scenes working with these, uh, you know, incredible athletes. Like they get to know them on a different level, and we mm-hmm. get to banter, and it's a lot of fun. But the educational component isn't as uh, it's not as direct. So they get to learn stuff through us indirectly as we're learning things. So there might be a video of me arm wrestling, Tom arm wrestling, and we're being taught stuff, you know, but it's not like, hey, we're going to teach you something. Right. So Or we're teaching people backflips. Or uh, those ones, are we're teaching someone a backflip, but we're not teaching the audience to backflip. It's not a tutorial video, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like putting broccoli in a little kid's mac and cheese. Yeah, okay. it is. Oh, it's like good sneaking analogy. it in. And yeah. they don't know why they like it, <laughs> and they don't know why they feel good afterwards, mm-hmm. but it's because we snuck the broccoli well, in their mac well, and cheese. Well, I can, I, can, I can attest to that, that, that um, I tasted the broccoli a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. So it yeah. was good. It was salted, I, yeah. <laughs> Seasoned. I think, um, so the, the people who attend these uh, Train Fund seminars, as you said, they get to, to feel like they're part of it, but it's not about creating a show for you guys there is it like you're really it's it's almost personal training isn't it i mean essentially i, I would say it's juju leading it and then uh i'm just assisting in the structure and the organization and assisting in uh anyone who needs help on certain movements but really it's just uh it's essentially what, how i'm thinking about it is like they watch the videos and all these different movements and strength sports we do and we're essentially introducing them to all of the things that we do on a daily basis you know people are always asking hey how do you uh how do you train around deadlifting rock climbing and running in a week and we're like Mm. well we we know because we do that yeah and uh there's not a lot of athletes that do as many diverse things that we do in a week I would, oh. <laughs> I would agree with that, that that's that's the clear and obvious standout factor from your your channel is that 
the volume and the diversity of what you guys get up to is amazing. And and I I I, I am someone who have always trained with a lot of frequency, but never across mm-hmm. so many disciplines. So Yeah, you're super niche. You're the opposite <laughs> of us. You're just yeah. like just do this, right? Just yeah, do this. Like, <laughs> approach a deadlift bar and then you start curling. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. Go yeah. for it. Do you do you guys have a favorite out of all the disciplines? That you uh, have, that you try I, if I were to pick one, it would just have to be the tricking. The yeah, acrobatics we, is my we favorite. Both say that, yeah. That's the one that makes <laughs> me feel the best about myself. That's the one I started with. That's the one that uh, if I had to just pick one, that's what I would choose. Unfortunately, yeah. that's not what the viewers want. Yep. They want to see everything. And that's great because I like everything more than the one because I don't yeah. have to choose. We can yeah. do it all. And that, yeah. that's one of the strengths of your, your YouTube channel, I'd say, is you bring out the best in a lot of other people. You, you do collaborations with people from all walks of life, elite athletes in, in most respects. Um, but you guys bring out the best in other people. How do, how do you guys go about achieving that? Mm, I th- I don't know. What do you think, Tom? Uh, I mean, I think it's a combination of the uh, there's like there's two sides of the uh, team Juji Tom, right? I'm more uh, I research people, I speak with them before, I look at their background, look at their uh, history and training and all of these things, and structure videos around it that allows us to uh, I guess impulsively hang out with them well. Yeah. But it's a lot of like all the pre stuff going into meeting them, and and I collaborate with I you know I do their flights in the hotel, and I'm just handing out to an assistant <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. Um. And we and we we always fly out people and all that, so it's kind of like that preemptive kind of uh, research plus uh, collaboration, and then when we actually get into the uh, videos of it, it's I think it's just our um, it's just the what we bring to the table as a duo synergy and then how we just kind of make things fun with everyone else and not all guests it works for you know i have to edit heavily some guests that aren't that enjoyable people or we didn't get along with that great but people don't notice that (laughs) Uh, i mean i I genuinely like people i think overall i'm pretty optimistic in that respect and i'm good at finding the best in people but you know there are some guests that that clam up a bit. You know, maybe like 10%, 5%. Uh, we've gotten a lot better at choosing who to work with. Uh, yep. You know, and we can choose more people now because we're on a, a different level in the socials where more mm-hmm. people are willing to work with us. And Well, you guys are you guys are a big name out there now in the, I guess, what, what, what do you category do you put yourself in? The sports, fitness, YouTube industry? Is that like a loose fit? or fitness Yeah, and fitness and strength. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I've been wanting to do more sports lately. That's why we did... Rugby in Melbourne, because uh, that's just kind of another How group. did that go? I want to know. Did you guys stand up to the rugby? Oh, uh, yeah, it stood up. <laughs> uh, my favorite part was just like Juji throwing a spiral, uh, trying to throw the spiral with the rugby ball, and yeah. then all the players just laughing. <laughs> uh, it was so fun to watch. Could you do, could you do it better one way or the other? Or? I can always do it better on the first try. On the first try? Yeah, first just, try, and then it would just, just get progressively worse. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that consistent with all sports for you just gosh maybe it almost is because my first experience with arm wrestling was extremely like successful looking back i was like i just followed directions they just told me okay so it's actually like about the one year anniversary of us mm-hmm. doing anything arm wrestling related we got into it because there's a little a, over yeah uh, the fitness exhibition in anaheim in august of last year it's august now so it's almost exactly a year uh, we had a booth, and we were doing grip exercises and meeting and greeting and having a good time, and we kind of go around to the back of the booth, and there's this arm wrestling part. Okay, yeah. this is you, uh, Ultimate Arm Wrestling League, Yep. yep. and uh, Bill oh, yeah. Collins was the guy yeah. running it. Good and, league, uh, good league. Yeah, 
and uh, Alex Delator was mm-hmm. uh, someone else working the event, and we just go over there, and they're like, yeah, you can come in tomorrow, and we'll give you 15 minutes of coaching, and you can enter, and we were confident <laughs> that uh, you'll have a good time. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. did show up, and sure enough, they mm-hmm. gave me instructions. They gave him instructions, and they basically, it was like a one play out of a playbook, like do this, exactly do this, do this, do this, do this. I just followed instructions. Okay. So all I did was just, uh, when they started, it was ready, set, and I would just go into a deep hook and deep sink as hard as I could yeah. had no pre-existing injuries with arm wrestling so I wasn't I didn't have arm pain I didn't really know the dangers all I know is like I'm just going to follow these instructions and I, yeah. I won an amateur event there that's cool but uh well, winning, winning an amateur so event. like you can look back and be like first try you did good but then you know yeah you learn more and then you realize yeah how deep does the rabbit hole go yeah you guys and how good out. was the competition that day right yeah well I think the average arm wrestler I mean you know, an amateur tournament's been pulling at least sort of 12 months at least mm-hmm. two months and, and there's guys that have been hanging around the amateurs for five six years so I, I i remember seeing that video and i think you actually did well like there weren't too many shabby names there there were a couple of guys that are pretty experienced yeah eddie vega know. was there yeah. vega he's he's, a, he's around the circuit but it was uh i think it was just you were it was more cerebral and you were just yeah. doing it rather than overthinking it and and uh yeah and and you were also the interesting thing is that you were you were faster off the ready set go mm. in that tournament than anyone since then yeah uh ever since then i think you've been overthinking uh, like <laughs> the ready, afraid ready go. it hurts it hurts yeah. so much now i just don't like ready set right you know? right well i mean yeah you shouldn't like it but uh but it was just interesting to see that so know. it's now become one of the many sports that you guys regularly participate in yeah which is cool that's yeah. cool. And I guess that's how I ended up crossing paths with you. I saw you guys with Devin. We did the bottom eight. And then I saw you arm wrestle Artem. You got a sneaky win on Artem too there. I think that uh, by sneaky, I mean I mean he's an experienced guy, but you put him in his place. So that was pretty cool. I thought he was sneaky because he kept starting beforehand. But, you know, maybe that was my job to start beforehand too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, lot I, of, a lot of people do that. They're too polite in their early days. Right. And once you realize that you can – the match starts before you even walk up to the table. You start taking everything. Well, Artem taught me a really good lesson from learning that is that, you know, most of the matches won at the beginning. Mm. You know, there's a lot, of, a big portion of the matches won in the setup. And also, like, it's a game, out, it's winning out of five matches. You know, you need mm. to cut your losses or just know when you're in a bad position. And there's this ego thing, you know, don't try to save yourself when you're going against a guy top rolling you near the pin that's named mm. Top Roll King. You know, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to show everyone how freaking strong I am and come back for this match and pop, 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 there goes a bunch of ligaments in my elbow. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. just taught me, like, in a situation like that, I need to know when to quit, yeah. you know? Yeah, especially in a super match, which you were in. With yeah. Him, so. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's just, I learned a lot from that. Yeah, match with him, and we're still friends. I mean, yeah, yeah he's a cool know. guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a Russian. But yeah, it's fine. He's evil, but yeah. yeah. Hey, back to the YouTube channel a bit. Um, you guys have been quite instrumental in not only your own channel, but I feel like you guys have shaped the fitness industry a lot uh, in the way that you present YouTube channels. Um, have Have you with not only with your collaborations, but um, I think you've been a lead example for many other aspiring YouTube channels. Uh, do you do you see that? Do you feel that? Is that, is that something you enjoy, or where does that kind of sit with you guys? Yeah, Tom uh, comes from a filmmaking background. Uh, you know, he started. Uh, when did you start uh, doing video work for people? Oh, that was like 2012. 2012. Yeah, part time and. And when did you guys? When did you guys start stuff. working together? 2000 or more than that that was 2010 when I started yeah uh but 2013 we we met 
and made a video called Ju- I made a video called the Juji Sessions. Mm-hmm. So that was our first video we made together. Um, and then we worked together in uh, 2016, December. I reached out to him about doing the YouTube stuff together. Yep. So, yeah. And in the structure of you, you guys do series within, um, within each sport. Uh, and like I was saying, I, I feel like you guys have actually been the tip of the spear and that we see other content creators now reflecting a lot of what you guys do. Um, and I think that's, that's an awesome thing that you guys have shaped the entire entertainment sports industry. I think it took someone that wasn't completely inundated in the fitness culture coming yeah. in from the outside with, uh, you know, his, he's brilliant. You know, Tom is a genius when it comes to making videos. And I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you are. You are. Uh, really good at it. But I just, it took someone I mean, like it that. took a lot of work. It wasn't like it naturally came for me from no. YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Making videos is not making YouTube videos, you know. There's yeah. there's people that can make a lot better cinematography, video, I don't know, film, porn, whatever. <laughs> Slow motion, natural <laughs> landscape porn or, or drone footage than me all day, and people can do that. But I, I YouTube's a different ball game, you yeah. know. And um, I think you're right. Is that the fitness industry was pr- when I came into it? I'm like, this is uh, this is all you just film a workout and film what you're eating. This is really boring, mm-hmm. you know. And we did that for a while, and then I started just being getting tired of it, you know, because yeah. it it really is completely boring. So yeah, I mean that was. I think it took me. I always do. I would always tell Juji, um, you know, I'm doing the opposite of them and doing the opposite of everyone, because that works when everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah. So well, I remember my one of my first impressions of you guys um, on the YouTube channel was, uh, I think it was just a the, the top of the, the most recent video at the time, and you were opening mail hanging upside down from a. From a power rack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, this is, this is amazing. And you guys were hilarious um, in the process of it. So I've, I've, I like the fact that you, you mix in the entertainment, the mm-hmm. comedy, as well as a storyline, competitions, whatever. It's, 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 it's a different level of entertainment compared to, like you said, just work out, here's what I ate today, mm-hmm. thanks for coming kind of thing. So I think on the social media overall, it's just uh, there's a, we're coming out of a trend now, I think, in my opinion, where – uh, most people's default is to try to be cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. fitness especially is bad at it where they're really kind of behind the times in terms of they're still trying to be cool when all these other sectors and industries and, and cultures from different things, people are starting to realize no one wants to follow or really gives a shit about someone who's trying to be cool. They want to see or someone. Perfect. Or yeah. Perfect. They want to see, they want to see more raw, having a good time, yeah. having fun and, just progressing and grinding. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. want to see people who are working hard and who are lied about themselves. Yeah. And it's been uh, easy for us to 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 kind of like... Well, we've been doing that the whole time. Yeah, we've been doing and that the our, whole time. And our personalities, for example, at the seminars, people who meet us, they're like, oh, you guys, I, did, I was going to be kind of nervous and meeting you all, and like, I, but you're just the same as you are in the videos and you're, you're just really nice to get along with and that's how we've always been yeah you know the the videos are just what we would normally do is hanging out with people and you know i I always just dick around with people and and make (laughs) jokes and and have weird dialogue like that and ask weird questions so it's just uh yeah you guys are very easy going guys don't be wrong but um the the with the growth of your channel and and i guess the fame that has now come with it Mm -hmm. um 
What's that journey been like? The, going from creating a channel to now almost globally, people stopping you saying good day, wanting photos. How's that been for you guys? Mm, uh, I mean, it has its ups and downs. You know, um, at first, you know, it's like, oh, wow, these people, like, they recognize, you know, me from, especially in weird places, you know. <laughs> and then at, and then at some point, it's, uh, you realize they're wrecking, you, you start to figure out where they're recognizing you from. Yep. And you start to see little patterns in the way they interact with you. So, for example, uh, a big part of the difficulty we've had with the channel, and this is why we renamed the channel to Juji and Tom recently, was because people were not, recognizing tom we're literally together and then they come up and it was just like eyes on me they, it was like he was invisible mm -hmm. and it's just really a disgusting experience i mean i don't know if you've been out and you've been recognized maybe with heather and uh you know someone will say hi and they won't even look at heather it's yeah, like, you're yeah. with someone yeah. you know common courtesy is to be like hey guys you yeah. know but they're just blinded and they just look at me because i'm a i don't know but yeah. you know i had a theory that part of it was because the um the thumbnails only included my face most of the time, and they weren't even watching the videos. They yep. just saw my uh, face and name and a recommended, and they don't even really care. All they care about at that point is that, oh, you're, I know you're someone, and I just want a, a trophy picture with you real quick, mm -hmm. and I'll take it and run. Yep. And when I started to think about that, I was like, oh, these interactions aren't really genuine, you know? Yep. Uh, I really appreciate it more when they will come up and they'll say hi to both of us. And then they'll recognize us for something particular and each individually. And then I know like, oh, these people are actually here and they're saying hi because they actually care about what we do. They're not just in it to get a, a picture trophy and they run off and not even know really what we are because they just saw a blip on a, a Reddit thread or a GIF or yep. anything else. So mm -hmm. it's it's kind of been a mixed bag. Like you realize everyone that comes up to you isn't, you know, mm. you know. So you, you're GIF or GIF? You're a GIF guy? What did I say? <laughs> He's a GIF. He's a I'm a GIF guy. I'm a GIF guy. I'm a GIF guy. I'm I'm GIF party. Yeah. GIF. Yeah, I'm GIF. I I donated to the GIF party. The uh, I I think yeah, it was just the also. I mean, he's a uh, a big dude. He bodybuilder. Even like if we take out the equation of of people recognizing him from the internet, you know, even if we're at a, a Lowe's or at any place like a cashier is gonna just like he's in a tank top and he's got long hair and he's muscular people just gonna are gonna notice him more over me that's just yeah. how it is in life well, but when i when i saw you for the first time uh i don't know i have a habit of seeing people and immediately thinking of somebody else that they look like sure and, sure and you were sasha cohen is borat and i'm like man yeah you can yeah. play that role perfectly yeah yeah and, and luckily juji doesn't get any of that but i look like a lot of different yeah different uh characters and people <laughs> and Zachary Quinto and and uh, Ben Stiller and and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen getting bored at five hundred comments in the last two <laughs> yeah. videos. Yeah, you know, there'll be a comment on a YouTube video. Do, has anyone noticed that he looks like Borat? Yeah, everyone has noticed everyone and, and has. commented, yeah. and that's the only thing going on. Do you guys yeah. not even read one or two comments? <laughs> yeah, into yeah. And I, I it, Borat's married <laughs> to Isla Fisher, so I will I will take that. Yeah. She's Australian. Actually. She is. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a little crazy too. Tom, do you have yeah. a favorite? Do I have a favorite? Yeah, if, I mean if. Or a least favorite or a favorite for uh, no, I don't I don't really like have whatever. a favorite. I like Zachary Quinto. He's I think he's the best looking that they they say of me. But um, uh, but the, yeah, uh, like I said, it's just a cashier or or simple as this. Like when he's on an airplane, he doesn't even notice this, but I do. Mm. He's on an airplane. He asks for a can of soda water, right? Yeah. Uh, nobody can ask for a can. 
You know that, John, right? I didn't know that. No, but because <laughs> of who you look like and, and how big you are, they'll just give you a can. Nobody, <laughs> you don't even notice these things, you know? Uh, we're just, uh, the, so there's just things that, that comes yeah. with being a big dude and uh, an interesting guy with long hair that it's just, it's not even about the internet thing sometimes. Most yeah. of those people don't recognize them that are cashiers that are just like, oh my God, where do you work out, bro? Yeah. Uh, and and that's fine, uh, yeah. That's but good. it was just more of the um, the uh, the amount of times it was happening and all that was that that becomes trying. You know, there was, I mean, there were times like uh, a girl would interrupt my set at a, a, a workout. We'd be doing a workout. Someone would interrupt my set to take a picture of him with her. Yeah, or, or 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 him or whatever, or people would yeah. stop me. People don't say anything. Get a little bit blinded by the the fame that they've they've been captured with, and right, and right, forget courtesy. Yeah, so that's it's uh it just wears on a person, and he doesn't like how some people treat him as well. I mean, they're they're very much treating him like a a monkey in a cage and a, a man that's a spectacle, right? That's a yeah. a circus act that they've seen before that they want to show the picture of their friends or whatever. And that's fine. That's just the internet as a as a celebrity, whether it's D-list, A-list, B-list, not saying you're D-list, maybe saying you're C-list, but <laughs> whether whatever you list. are. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're on the spectrum. Yeah. The, uh, but the, uh, yeah, the, it just gets that in general. You just kind of have to. Do Deal with it what, as it happens. Yeah, it it's, you're going to accept that that is, but it, it was very wearing, and we needed mm-hmm. to, the, 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 the people that are like, oh, you know, notice Tom, he needs to be noticed, and all these things. It was it, like, it was less about this kind of like noticing and, and uh, begging for attention. I wasn't begging for attention, I yeah. was begging for th- these things to happen less, and I needed to do something about it. Yeah, we yeah, needed yeah. to do something about it. Juji knew how upsetting it was for me for years you know yeah, it, yeah, yeah. over a huge span of time of me working super hard on these things to just feel like crap all the time you know and yeah, uh the yeah. videos don't get keep getting made with high quality if i don't feel very good about them <laughs> over time well right? so. look, for me personally i i like your sense of, of humor in your videos that that comes through very very clearly like juji you're hilarious in the in the way you act but i get a lot of enjoyment out of your humor directly so yeah so yeah it's definitely a uh, a complimentary team that you guys we are. are i mean he's very physical comedy you know he's and i'm very much dialogue based yeah. comedy and and weird accents and shit you know he's like uh, i'm like a <laughs> a taller slightly less looking david spade and he's chris farley you know <laughs> Right. <laughs> awesome. Guys, we're, we're, we're going to take a break here. We're going to be back in a moment with more from uh, John and Tom. Well, you take breaks? We do. We can, we take breaks here. Jesus. The camera takes breaks is because he's got a The camera is about, about to oh. shut off. He's got to go over there and turn them off. Ready, go. Alrighty, guys, we are back from that break. We've got, of course, with us Tom Boyden, John Cole uh, from the Tom and Juji. Juji and Tom, which way is it? Either or is good. Either or. Tom, Juji, Juji, yeah. Tom, YouTube channel. Um, these guys are out here in Australia as part of a uh, train fun seminar, as you guys have heard earlier in the program, some uh, some strongman stuff. Tell me guys again, are you guys going to be coming back to Australia? Are we going to do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to come back. We're going to plan to come during our uh, summer, though. Mm-hmm. Summer. So probably December. Hit the beaches. Yeah. You guys didn't get to do much sightseeing this time around, did you? 
No, but we don't. I mean, he doesn't care about sightseeing. And I, I don't poisonous animals. Yeah, and I, I you know, I, we. It's a different. Like, if I were to travel on a, I don't know. I don't even vacations. I never really did anyway. I can't like sit on a beach. Yeah, you know that's for for fucking white people, dude. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just. We when we're working and when we're traveling to destinations, for example, uh, this is a horrible example because no one would actually do anything there. But Ottawa, Canada, you know, uh, we're traveling there just to see Devon, and yeah. we're not going to see the sights of Ottawa, right? <laughs> uh, and, and like, I, we did it in Iceland, and it was cool because his wife was with us, but. Uh, he doesn't really care, and and he's not really a traveler. No, I mean I would, I would do all that stuff. Uh, you know, I'm I'm more of the I would I travel for pleasure. He doesn't really do that, you know. Mm. So it just doesn't make sense for us. So to maybe ne- next time we just need to combine an opportunity for you guys to do like a, a surf life. Right. Well, that was Iron in my. Man. It was in my plan. I had yeah. a I had a surf video as an idea, but it would have been cold as a sin. Yeah, yeah this yeah. time. That, that is true. That is true. He would be funny on a surfboard. That would be great. <laughs> and I've been wanting <laughs> to do a bad. board sport that would not injure him because skateboarding, yeah. surf, uh, snowboarding, all that. Right, surfing. Yeah. You really have to do something idiotic to mess yourself up. Yeah, you're probably gonna get sting, stung by a jellyfish before you break your bones. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you guys haven't. Uh, hopefully, today even you get the chance to come across some uh, Australian wildlife that uh, may scare you. But uh, that'll be in a different video. But we got we got we got so much down here, as you guys know, that'll <laughs> knock you off. But anyway, <laughs> guys, I want to know where did the name Juju Mufu even come from? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, 13 years old, and this um, the original way to go on the internet back when I was growing up was called America Online. Okay. And so I was creating a screen name for it. I had just turned 14. My old screen name was John Call 13. So I was like, I'm turning 14. I'm no longer 13. I need a new screen name. I learned my lesson not to put my age as a number at the end of my name because I'm just going to get a year older. So I'm trying to come up with a cool name. At the time, I was still trying to come up with a cool name. Yep. I was saying, you know, you go through these phases in life where you go through cool or just like being yourself and funny. So I was kind of come up with a cool name for about half hour there, jamming away, and everything's taken and adding numbers to it because it depends a number every time mm. something's taken. So after about half hour, I realized how long I had sat there and tried to come up with the name. I got frustrated and just Jujimufu. There you go. And it logged me in. Because it wasn't taken, obviously. Yeah. And then I started using it, and people started getting to know me online. I opened a website. <laughs> uh, people knew me as Juji from the other websites I was communicating with online. And was, I got stuck with it. So that name is like 20 years old now. Yeah. It's an old name. Yeah, I've heard some interesting variations of it from various people commentating on it's the easy, It's easy to butcher. Jimmy Jimmy Choo Choo. Yeah, Choo Choo. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Choo Choo. Jimmy Choo Choo. That was John Brzezink, the greatest oh. arm wrestler of all time. Jimmy, you call me what? Jimmy Choo Choo. <laughs> Jimmy Choo Choo. And that Close. wasn't derogatory. That was, he didn't, he didn't know how to pronounce your name. Sure, sure. And uh, yeah, I like Jimmy Choo Choo. It feels like you could open like a, a line of handbags or shoes. Or Jimmy Choo Choo. That's good. <laughs> Juju is the most often mistaken. Hey, uh, Juju. It's gotten to the point now where I don't know if it, people are just trolling me. Right. Or if uh, they're still making a mistake. No, I think they're, I, I've told you, it's it's not, it, it, they know it's Juju Mufu, but it's dialectical and it's, yeah. uh, it's how, it's just how their accent works. Works with Juji. G is not uh, like it's not an often used way of saying anything. You know, yeah. think what what's the other bougie bougie? You know, yeah. what's what Boog- are some boogie boogie bougie? Bo- yeah, boogie. Borges? But that's not bo- yeah. bougie. You know, yeah. so Juji's a little odd 
thing to say in the in certain dialects and we've noticed in the southern people and uh black dudes like love saying juju you know yeah it's just how it is like southern dudes will just be like hey juju man man i've seen you on that dumb uh, fucking instagram dad <laughs> let me get the pic yeah, you know? mm-hmm. uh, and then and then that was your southern and dude? then yeah yeah that was my hick th- southern dude and then we got and then, we, and then there's Thor just like juju 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 but that's juju. Icelandic too you know he he's not he knows it's juju mufu he's seen the name but it's yeah. just uh, <laughs> yeah you mentioned Instagram there uh, Instagram very separate from your YouTube in terms of its style and its content. Uh, who dreams up crazy stuff like the the, the flamingos, the 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 log lifts on fire, and all that sort of stuff? Oh, Chuchi dreams up all that stuff, man. And Tom's come yeah. up with a lot of ideas as well. I mean, yeah. we're always coming yeah. up with ideas together, and sometimes yeah. you know, we'll just has, pass. Has it know. ever gone wrong? Have you ever burned something down? Uh, nothing has gone uh, for real. Uh, it's it, nothing has gone horribly wrong. Uh, I mean, there's been idiotic uh, cleanups after things. You know, that's yeah. probably the biggest thing that's gone wrong is the cleanup afterwards taking the longest amount of time. Yeah. yeah. But no, nothing. You've been very, very lucky, I believe, with your uh, stunts and and also very careful. And of course, to do something that's you're all over the OHS, I'm sure, and everything. More of the what? Uh, occupational health and safety. Everyone signing what? Uh, yeah, legal yeah, documents. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> But uh, it's easy just to know whether something's going to work or not because you can always find a way to get into it with less weight or less resistance or just get a feel for the movement before you even bother with it, you know. I mean, yeah. like, so uh, one of the ideas he came with, came up with, which was one of my best performing videos, was uh, dips with a uh, transformer bar, which is a safety squat bar variation, mm-hmm. on my back with weight. And it looks like I'm on a have a the thing looks insane. I love this product. Looks, it, yeah, that's it, looks, it looks ridiculous. It's one of my favorite things to do videos with. And it looks like a jetpack, like I'm on a jetpack <laughs> on the rings. And he just came up with this in the kitchen table, and we just ran out there and filmed it. But like before you even get into it, you can put it on your back. It has no weight on it. You can get on the rings and see. And then you can add a little bit of weight and a little yeah. bit more. And then you're at some things like, oh, this is a good video now. This is enough weight. People will appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And so it's not like you just jump in and just tear a muscle or something. Right. Yeah. And that one is not, that's not incredibly taxing. He's done more weight on a dip before. Mm. You know, it just looks mm-hmm. wild, but it definitely requires just, a high level. You just skill. lay it, layer the levels to it. and <laughs> Yeah. Like I did it with, yeah. with the bar and it's like 45 pounds and, pretty easily it's just uh adding a bit more to make it look a little crazier and and also skewing the perception of the internet you know yeah, use yeah, bigger yeah. plates to make it seem like it's heavier <laughs> weight oh yeah yeah you gotta do that type of stuff and uh for example in arm wrestling you know um we're constantly getting uh people telling us hey dude is larry wheels getting into arm wrestling too he's just been beating people man yeah and uh you know he's he's just uh, a lot of the guys right now are just like the arm wrestling bodybuilders in a row or something just to, to yeah, for the for, for the viral, viral video, video. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and it's uh yeah it, that is a just it's like using bumper plates to make your yeah. weight look bigger <laughs> you know larry's the, larry's the bumper for an arm wrestler yeah, 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 yeah. Or the bodybuilders are his bumper plates, yeah, essentially, yeah. 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 But, the, <laughs> but the thing about this is is fake weights is one thing. Yeah. Um, these aren't fake weights because mm-hmm. they're actually weights that have the weight. They just, they they're look just, different. Yeah. But also, Visually. we will always put in a, I'll always put in the description, like, this right. is 100 pounds. It looks like it's 225. It's 100 pounds if yeah. you read. Yeah. And also at the end of the video with Larry beating all those 
people in yeah. uh, Dubai, if you actually watch to the end of the video, it goes black for a split second, and then he's giving them money like it was a joke. Yeah. And there's so many people on the internet that just see the first thing right. as they're going through, like, oh my God, Larry's a god at arm wrestling. God, yeah. Lee, wow. And and like, it was a joke. He said it was a joke. But it's but headlines, man. It's everyone headlines. reads headlines. Everyone watches headlines. Everyone looks at a photo and headlines. It's just how people digest on the internet. Reddit is like the prime example. You, you don't actually go into the post and read it. Dude. It's just <laughs> about the headline. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, and arm wrestling in particular is a sport that is very easily misinterpreted by people. It, it, until you oh, yeah. gripped up and felt an arm wrestler, or it, it's it's not what it appears mm-hmm. in a, in many respects. So um, yeah, guys, another another side of your business is grip genie um, mm-hmm. and smelling salts and things like that, yeah. <laughs> which I tried and I saw it knock the socks off many people um, at, during your train fund seminar. But um, tell us about grip genie. Right, so uh, when did we get in the when did we actually start doing grip videos, Tom? Was it March of two thousand eighteen? Yeah, the first one was actually with John Hack. Yeah, uh, he's uh, well, we did one with Martin Delisi's at his gym in January of two thousand eighteen. That was the first grip video specifically. It was called Martin's Lisi's Grips More Than You, and uh, that one was just us playing around because uh, we were at training hall. And um, we knew Martins was good at grip. Mm, so that was the, the first one. And then you bought some tools after that. Yep. And and then in March, we did one with John Hack as just kind of an extra video because he was in town just for a little bit. And we figured, all right, we'll do a regular workout and then we'll do a grip one just to uh, get an extra video. And that's when I, uh, yeah, we did that. And... I remember putting a lot of effort into it. Actually, I had some like crazy intros and edited and stuff. And then, um, and then that was the first one and did okay. And then we kept trying it a few times because we just both liked doing it. Mm-hmm. They were pretty easy videos to actually like film and do. It's like you can film like five YouTube videos over the course of a few days. You have to work with someone, mm-hmm. and you can fit in a grip video because you're all taxed out and yeah. tired. And right. But you can always do some grip training and you get a cool video and people can relate to it. So it's like, hey, sure. this is something we can keep doing. You know. Yeah. Give me two seconds, guys. I had a camera turn off. I one heard second. it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Better which one? Fight, fight, fight. The camera. That's the that's the big boy. Yeah. Yes. Sony battery. Yeah, those things' batteries aren't uh, the greatest. Yeah, it's okay. What, um, guys? Ryan Bowen has been an extremely generous host to us. He's been so so kind, even with his freaking family having horrible health problems. He's been hosting us around and driving us around. So you're you're too kind, man. Thanks, Ryan. Even if you use Sony cameras, you're you're such a kind man. <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right, we are back again. Hopefully, we sorted that camera out. But yeah, so Grip, Grip Genie, you guys got into Grip, um, and now it's become a business for you. Um, well, the cool thing is that, yeah, we started doing the Grip videos uh, early in 2018, but the Grip videos are actually what really started to launch us off because we did this video with uh, a rock climber named Isaac at one of our local gyms. Isaac, the 110 pound rock climber, mm-hmm. you mm. know? And that was our first viral video on YouTube. Mm. So that was the one that started, that was our first million view video. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that was the turning point where like a grip video of all things was the one that started doing it. And then all the grip videos we did after that for the next six months were like huge hits. It seemed like. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, not not everyone, but yeah, a a lot lot of them them were. Yeah. Yeah. And we were giving a lot of free advertisement to these grip 
companies that weren't really reciprocating or helpful for us or, yep. you know, not the, not the greatest groups to deal with. And this is like, why don't this we made make sense? Yeah. Tom was thinking, why don't we, uh, we can make grip tools. We have some ideas. Yeah. Let's yeah. Do it. Yeah. So then, uh, we were in a car and I, I remember, just, yeah. yeah, I just thought of the name grip genie after a lot of thinking and then, uh, yeah, I just spent the next three months figuring out how to get the products, how to source it, what products to get. We kept getting prototypes back and forth and then what products to do and then building out the website, building out the brand, building out the packaging. And, yeah, I did all that stuff. And then uh, we launched it, a soft launch with a manufacturer in North Carolina in uh, October, uh, November of 2018. And it did really well. People mm-hmm. bought it and it flew off the shelves and that was cool. We didn't have that many, but, uh, and then we did the major launch in, uh, in March of 2019 yep. after the Arnold after, yeah, it was about a good six months of consistently just trying to get this moving along and, and all the products. I mean, we, uh, I think launching with the amount of products we did was a poor decision um, because of the logistics of getting every product right. And yeah. I was juggling all of that, and it was very, very difficult. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we figured it out. So we launched with chalk and grippers and grip tools and, and one arm wrestling cone. Yep. And, uh, yeah, now we got a warehouse, and we got, like, seven employees, and... and uh, I yeah, run still moving. Yeah, I run that stuff and and uh, and big things for the future. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be working. Uh, Devin's one of our next athletes. Uh, we're going to work with the WAL on some stuff, hey. some arm wrestling <laughs> specific things, and yeah. uh, that hasn't yeah. been announced yet. But it's been in the works for a while, and we're just kind of letting their WAL season tone down so we can actually uh, yeah. hash some stuff out. And, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that was actually going to be one of my next questions. Or, and I guess kind of the, the question where I wanted to end was with, is with what's next for you guys? Oh, I'm going to quit everything and just be an arm wrestler full time. You're going to go all in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found out of all the things we do, it's the only thing I He's actually, actually le- care about. leaving his wife yeah. on yeah. top yeah, of Yeah, this is too. the start of it. I was testing. This Australia trip for us has been a tester. I just want to see how I did away from <laughs> Sam for this long and so far. Right. Uh, I'd like to personally apologize on behalf of all arm wrestlers that ask you that question 10,000 times. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. I'm sorry. Nothing against arm wrestlers. They're passionate. But it, they are very passionate. But they're the only ones that... Have ever phrased a question in the way? Do you, are you going <sighs> to take arm wrestling seriously? Yeah, I, I, we we don't get strong men. Honestly, man, it's, it's a very interesting predicament we've run into with the arm wrestlers. We really like all of you guys, and but they all the only group we we work with rock climbers. We work with strong men and and all these ninjas, power lifters. Yeah, power all lifters. these people. Ninja Warrior participants don't go, hey, dude, uh, so are you going to be taking Ninja Warrior seriously? Or, hey, man, are you <laughs> going to stop and, and take Strongman really seriously and compete? Yeah. You know, we it's li- super rare for them to ask that. I think, then, the, I think the reason why I'm wrestling that way is because we're, we're such a small niche sport. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really in a growth period that... When we see people like yourselves get involved, we get excited. And we're like, oh, my right. goodness. Because this, this, you know it or not, and I think you guys do, you've actually been a big catalyst to this, the growth of the sport. Um, so I think people are excited. And they hope, you do, you hope you're hope you enjoying yourselves. Right, right. And yeah. you're not going to disappear. And they're guarded. <laughs> uh, I would be guarded of a, a sport I care a lot about that's growing. That the, the wrong people get into it for the wrong reasons. And it can skew and change and warp the sport into something you don't want it to be. Yeah. But... When people ask us that, I'm like, 
hey man, I've made 30 videos about arm wrestling that I put a fuckload of work into yeah, every time, serious. man. Look at the bottom eight videos. You, yeah, you know, look, awesome. look at the bottom eight videos. Let's look at that. Okay, Juji competed. First of all, he got fucked up, got hurt. Uh, and then I made a video. Everybody else released like you, Artem, and all that. Not not downplaying yeah, yeah, you no, guys, no, but I you agree. guys released like raw footage. And these are these are the pro <laughs> arm wrestlers releasing just raw footage of the bottom eight. And I'm taking like a hundred hours to edit the video and make it into a storyline and all this shit. You know, like yeah. who's taking it seriously, guys? We, yeah. We're taking it very seriously, and we we arm wrestle every week, and we both really like it. And you've seen me yeah. me improve myself. You've seen Juji improve. Like we both really like it and uh but unfortunately we can't drop everything for it yeah. because then we wouldn't have oh, a well, career. Another camera you <laughs> your camera your camera quit everything to go arm wrestle oh yeah, my. all right i gotta check which camera again right. you, you this podcast a, is ending strong will you get a panasonic dude <laughs> Even yeah. a canon man i mean we we really like arm wrestling and we're going to continue making videos and we've developed like devin and ryan and all the armor, Artem. And we train it off camera. I mean, yeah, yeah. not everything we do. I mean, if, it, if we're only doing it for videos, that's one thing. Yeah. But I will actually be holed up in my garage on a Saturday or something doing an arm workout and right. throwing a bunch of arm wrestling stuff without even doing Instagram stories or anything. I'm working the exercises. How is that not taking something seriously? Yeah, I mean, know? Ninja Warrior. I I people it. should be asking Juju about if he takes Ninja Warrior seriously because he's actually training arm wrestling. We just make Ninja Warrior videos every now and again. He's, <laughs> he's never trained it since like 2013 or 14, 15, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's... I think... I think Thanks for holding up the, the show then whilst mm. I was changing batteries. That was very professional. Mm. But um, I think the other component of the Take It Serious question is not the, the amount of effort and interest you guys have, but I think a lot of people, particularly in yourself, Judy, you just see how much of a strength athlete you are and you're at an elite level of power. Your fundamental strengths are actually very close to where they need to be or ready to be a, an arm wrestler. So I think there's a, just an intrigue there on people... Wondering, are you going to ever feel like you want to be a top 10 in the world kind mm-hmm. of arm wrestler? Because um, I think that's part of the question as well. Yeah. But as you said, I know you're busy and you've got a million things other in life that you enjoy. And I think that may be a component of it as well. Yeah, I don't know if it's a weakness, but uh, you know, when I said, I don't think it's very healthy to set goals like that. I mean, a lot of people are like, you need a goal. I'm more about, I have an idea of, you know, improvement and betterment mm. but i'm more focused on the things that actually make me better i, I would be more interested in, in figuring out a way to make my arm healthy yeah and because uh, that's difficult and we're going to film a video with that pretty soon with you i want to yep. learn some stuff from you awesome. uh, mm-hmm. and just you know figure out a way to get my life in order to where i'm just eating better and better than i am now and just getting the recovery and and learning more and then that will just make me a better arm wrestler i don't yeah. need to be like i need to be top 10 what is that going to be doing anything for me at all in any way shape or form of actually getting me there it'll happen if it happens otherwise yeah. you know it's like when when i'm asked like well, what are you gonna what are you gonna deadlift today what are you gonna work up to it's like ah you know i don't know how i feel i'm I f- i'm just gonna work on feeling the best i can and see where i'm mm-hmm. gonna get at and then when i get near where my top end is then i might rely on external uh, motivation, you know, yeah. like my, my yeah. friends, Tom, and, uh, you know, anyone we're working with, well, Steffi Cohen or someone around me will be, be the ones to push me past the point. And but also, Ryan, like we, we uh, setting expectations like that for ourselves when we have to do so many varied things for the videos 
and yeah, so many yeah, varied yeah. things with other people. If we went into a deadlift session with the idea that we have to get this weight, there's very little chance that we will because we've done arm wrestling, because we've done these videos the day before and because we did flips, you know, it's just like, yeah. we can't, uh, we, we set expectations for ourselves, but there's very few people that are deadlifting 666 pounds, 600 near 600 squat, and then doing flips and aerials and splits the next day. So we kind of have, there's a definite unique, uh, expectations you have to set when you, you're doing such a diverse amount of things that really no yeah. one can uh, honestly no, i mean this is not like trying to be uh, like oh we're the most unique people on the freaking world <laughs> but no one can relate to the skill set that john has and yeah. the yeah. different stuff we're training all the time this is unheard of you know this is like definitively no one has ever trained all these strength sports all the time at, at a high level mm. yeah I right. agree. And quite frankly, on arm wrestling in particular, it doesn't pay enough for anyone to drop their rest of their life and go and dedicate no, themselves. No, <laughs> no. If, okay, here's here's a dream scenario. If arm wrestling, if we could do it and train it three times a week on top of our other stuff and our arms didn't hurt and we're not injured, frick yeah, bro. Yeah, we're man. training that shit. Oh, hell yeah, dude. We're training three, three one-hour sessions a week. Mm. But uh, doesn't work at the moment. Your know? <laughs> <laughs> body only has yeah, so much work. capacity. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I know some of you arm wrestlers will not actually train your other arm <laughs> because you want all the regenerative capacity to go, to go that into one that arm. one arm. Yeah, and training yeah, yeah. both is going to take some, even just a limb. Think about what it's like when you do the right. whole body in that respect. You know, so much central nervous system. Oh, going you, on. yeah, you only have so much fuel. Yeah, you know, awesome. so many resources, but yeah, we love arm wrestling, and I find it has great carryover to building arm muscle. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a goal of mine is just to look jacked, and so it's <laughs> it, it, it's complimentary with the. Uh, and yeah. Tom's forearms are fucking huge now. Yeah, by the way, yeah. his arms are blowing up. Arm it's, wrestling and grip. Uh, I didn't have arms before that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a big factor in that respect, and. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I love it. I, I am one of those people that is truly addicted to the sport, as you can probably tell. But mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. yeah, I'll, but anyway, guys, You've, you got meth brewing in your garage <laughs> over there. You do? Yeah, it's not. A, it's not an arm wrestling gym. It's a meth den, dude. There's right. a fucking bogan over That's here. That's one of the coolest things. Is though you can really train for this sport in, in obscure ways. You can do it in your garage at home and uh, yeah. and make it all the way to the top. But anyway, guys, <laughs> I'm gonna wrap that one up there. But thank you so much for coming on the show today and spending time and inviting me along to the train fun seminars. I had a blast. I actually. You got me backflipping the first time in like 18 years. So uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was man. very happy with that. And I didn't break my neck. So, yeah. Thank you for being part <laughs> of it, Ryan. Yeah. That no, was a pleasure. Thank All you, right, man. guys. See you next time. This one? Yeah, that's the one. Oh. See it is? Actually, no, this one. This one. This one. All right, over there. That's got all of us, okay. right? Okay, what if they're all turned <laughs> off right now? Well, we've got audio to say this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's a bit! <laughs>